I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio. Amazing slow smoke flames and world famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX and Trent Condon, Ken Miller Live Stadium Swim at Circa. Temperatures heating up, Trent Condon. Mm-hmm. That pool looks very inviting. I'm going to be there pretty soon. Are you spending your afternoon? Well, you got your shorts on. I've never uh, seen you wear shorts in my life. Is that right? I've never seen you wear shorts. <laughs> this is the first. Yesterday, I show up, you know, 10 minutes before. Flight leaves. There to pick me up. Got here. Perfect timing. All good. Ken's wearing jeans. Ken, it's going to be 104 degrees today. You get your jeans on, but you're wearing shorts for the first time. This that might be the upset of the weekend. Professional talk show hosts have to dress the part. <laughs> well, you're not today. Does anybody in Winnipeg wear shorts? Uh, you'd, prob- you'd be surprised. Well, what about the mosquitoes? I mean, yeah. I hear the mosquitoes are yeah. awful. Terrible. It's just it's it's it's, it's a huge. state bird. It is. Or provincial bird in, yes, in this right. case. Good to see you, Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. He joins us live in our cabana here, cabana number five, where Trent will be sequestered for most of the day when uh-huh. he's not in the sun. Boy, you've had a busy week. This bet bash, uh, it's, it's absolutely huge. and I don't think it's peaked. I really don't. I think it continues to grow. I think uh, we're just shy of 500 attendees this year. Um, goodness, I would think next year... We'd get that number to 750, maybe 800. Mm. It's such a great networking opportunity for everybody that's involved. And the bookmakers love to come come as well. The media are here covering yeah. it. I think the Hall of Fame helps its exposure. Uh-huh. Obviously, the media part of the Hall of Fame dinner is going to be at 5 o'clock, or Hall of Fame night is going to be at 5 o'clock in the book. And then the dinner is 6 to 10 tonight. Um, and it's a who's who in, in the industry. And really, the presenters right. that are inducting into the Hall of Fame are a who's who. As well, you know, probably outside of the, the the family members or the grandkids that are presenting their, their deceased grandparent, but it's so good. Um, a lot of people come here looking for a job, mm. right? Oh, is that right? A lot of people That's come a good here, idea. yeah, looking for a job in the industry. Um, and then there's some casual betters who come here to try to learn more about uh-huh. how do I become, or how, how how can I become a pro, or how can I become a better recreational better to get to the point where I have that option. Do mm-hmm. I do I want to become semi-pro? Do you notice my sort of interruption? No, that's okay. August, at least the beginning of August, was kind of still a slow part of the, the calendar, right? July is kind of, you, you guys take your vacation, a lot of you, in the business in July. And August was kind of that way. I notice that August is is becoming harder to get a hotel room. There's more people in town. I think the contests have a big... Uh, a lot to do with that, the Survivor and the Millions and the others that are taking place across town. But August is busier than it used to be, isn't it? Well, you can't extend the NFL further out, right? Once the right. Super Bowl's over, it's, it's over. over yeah. But the anticipation of it, it, I mean, it's just, it, it's the king, right? Yes, and then, it is. And everybody loves it, and they can't wait for it. And I, I remarked to Derek, this August schedule for me is as busy as if we were in the middle. Of, it's like an October schedule. Mm-hmm. Like this, this week has been, and then... Next, you know, we went up to Reno last week. Next week, we have a big Kino slot tournament. And then the contest weekend is going to be almost as busy as this week. And there's 52 radio stations, 52 Uh, markets coming into. 52 radio stations. I think it's, there's several markets with multiple radio stations coming. I think Chicago has two, Houston has two, Denver might have two. 
Um, I think it's a total of 44 markets, wow. 52 radio stations. The whole ballroom will be set up like Radio Row at a Super Bowl with the pods and everybody. Oh, and then, awesome. and it, in addition to the radio, the podcasters yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it'll be pretty awesome. And that's basically that Thursday through Saturday, two weeks from now. When is Where is Radio Row in the NFL experience when uh, Vegas hosts in February? We bid to have it at the event center here. We didn't get it. Uh, I think it's going to be at Allegiant itself. Itself, okay. Yeah, in the convention space at Allegiant. Yeah. Okay. That is, uh, it's amazing. And, I mean, you guys had, what, a blackjack tournament last night? I was talking yeah, to, to Whitney round, and Valerie. Round two's at 11, round three's at three, round four's at 11 <laughs> tomorrow, and then the draft's at 3 p.m. tomorrow. It just, it never ends, right? And, never and, ends. and this August, so I want to get into the football contest. Ken got his team signed up. I will be doing mine. I got my appointment tomorrow, late morning. Uh, and I'll be getting signed up with my contest entries. First of all, talking to people here, and I know there's a lot of people involved in Bet Bash, the ability now to get 10 survivor entries. There's a lot of people, the casuals, that obviously are not going to be able to do that. So I want to get a couple, maybe even three, go in with some buddies and do it. But that, that 10 number, is that going to make it more likely that we see a quote-unquote pro win the Survivor Contest, the ability of getting the 10 entries? It still hasn't been pros, and we had guys that had 60, 80 entries. One That's guy, one pro, had put together 80 entries last year. Wow. It was 72, I think, right? Some some division of six, right? Uh-huh. Some factor of six. He, he didn't make it to November, right? So <laughs> it, it, yeah. I still think it's two distinct contests. And it's very much more professional late in the one where you need five picks against the spread every week. And it's the everyman contest, the survivor. Mm-hmm. Look at the people who've won it. I mean, a guy that sell, sells antiques, uh, a guy that sells aluminum siding, a guy that sold roofing. I mean... Retired guy. It's retired guy. I mean, it's just really incredible. Yeah. A group of six friends that were, you know, had their own stores and our own, you know, one guy was a jeweler. It's just... It's anybody. Anybody can win it. Can you get 20 picks right? Yeah. And people say, well, I got 10 entries. I mean, I can defend myself. And I talk to the proxies, and I always say, what are the trends? What are the trends? The trends. The trends are a guy that got two survivors last year is getting six. A guy that got four getting 10. I, got, I mean, so that's just the repeat business. Mm-hmm. How about the new people that come yes. to Survivor? So, I mean... I mentioned yesterday, I think it will be over 10,000 this year. Wow. We, we actually have our, our analytics people saying close to 11. They're predicting 10-8 right now, and they're predicting uh, 6,200. And I think we'll be right around the number in the millions. But this thing is just the, – and the beauty of it is when you lose, it's a bad beat. There's very rarely you have a favorite and they get beat by four touchdowns who were never mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Something happens, something crazy. Yeah. Colts so, beat the Chiefs last yeah, year in week two. Right? I mean, these things – Crazy things happen, and you say it can't happen again. I want to get back in. I'm not <laughs> going to. I'll take my pocket aces again, <laughs> uh-huh. right? I'll take them again. They get cracked. They get cracked. Yeah. The FOMO once you get knocked out is unbelievable. Well, that's uh, what we had last year with Ken. His entries, yeah. week it, two. It's yeah. the October. Yeah, and I made what week five or six. Yeah. And even that, and last year the knockouts early on too. I mean, I was dreaming even getting to October of what this could be and. What do you do in that final week of the season, flying out here, hedging your bet? Somebody like me that doesn't have a whole lot of discretionary income, how am I going to get together $100,000? Who am I asking? Because I'm going to hedge to make sure I get a profit. All right, I got a rich uncle over here. My parents got a little bit. All these things go through your mind. This is when I made it to October. I mean, I think, that's the great part about I this I think contest. there will be an industry develop, that develops 
where you you can will be able to get funds to hedge. Okay. And maybe it's pro betters that, yeah. that supply that at a rate. Yes. Right? Because yeah. you have the collateral. The collateral is your ticket. Your ticket, right. Your entry, right? And so I think that will happen. We, we saw it happen. Um, people that are people willing to help out. And they borrowed money from some of the pro betters that they knew. I don't know if they charged the juice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or gave them a piece of the action. Um, but it's happened before where they, they loaned them money to hedge. So I think that will, as, as this contest gets bigger and bigger, there's, wherever there's a need, people will find you know, to yeah. an industry for it. Absolutely. That's the thing to do. You start a business to address a need. It's very few businesses that can create a need, mm-hmm. but you address a need that's there that nobody else. Well, does. thank God, proxies became, became a thing in Nevada, right? I mean, this contest uh, without the, you have to have the proxies. You can't play. Uh, yeah, there'd be ten percent of what we get be. now. Here's your. We went over four thousand entries today. Uh, up to date, just clicked again. There's forty nine today. I think twenty six thirty six. In the uh, Survivor in 1452 in the millions right now. Uh, What are you seeing as far as NFL? What are people coming to the counter? Uh, Is is there a team or two that uh, seemingly has got some steam behind them? In the last week, a little more 49ers money. I mean, I think we we actually made now made the 49ers the favorite over the Eagles to win the NFC. I think that happened the other day when I was looking at the odds. So a little bit of 49ers money. At least in the NFC market, because Purdy looks as though yeah. he's going to be I able think to. The positive the reports yeah. on Purdy is what that's about. Yeah. I still think you know the champs deserve to be the favorite, and they yeah. were a dominant team, and really dominated the first half of the Super Bowl. Let's let's mm-hmm. be honest, but couldn't get Kansas City off the field in the second right. half, right? right? I mean, the the fumble six kind of kept Kansas City in the game, and then they were the better team in the second half. So I know you lose two coordinators and you go to a tough schedule. It's a lot, right? But Philadelphia seems to be a very well-rounded team. I think to they me. are. Um, so a little bit of that. Um, there was a little trepidation with Cincinnati. I think they cooled a little. Seeing some Browns over, Cleveland Browns. That's we actually vision. moved their to- moved their total to ten from nine and a half to ten. Really? Like they're they're regular, not the alternate, but they're regular. Yeah. We went from nine and a half over one twenty one thirty to ten under one seventy over plus one fifty. 55 something like that so some browns money this week as wow. well that they, they got a pretty solid team the division's brutal oh it's nuts who, who, what would you argue is the tougher division the east or the north uh the the north you think so i do think so uh, because of new uh, england of the is Patriots. the weakest trent loves them i don't well i don't you think love they're them. the weakest team of the year i do oh yeah I, I do too yeah? but <laughs> at, what do you do you know offhand well i got it right here because i got the patriots at one point this summer at eight to one to win the division that team went nine and eight last year with two of the most incredible losses, including that loss to the Raiders. With the defensive coordinator in charge of calling plays. And if Buffalo takes a slow step back, can they get to... I'm a fade Buffalo guy. I think the window's closed. Ken and I are there, too. I think it's closed. Can they get to 10-7 and to get the tiebreaker, New England? I think so. I I think at 8-1, to it's worth a shot. I really... You're you're not buying it, are you? (laughs) I I want to bet the Dolphins. You do. But... That's like I said one. to Ken yesterday, Tua's next hit could be his last. Mm-hmm. And then where do you go from there? I, I mean, when he was out, Skylar Thompson wasn't the I, I just, But they have a team built around him. And I think the coach yeah. makes a step forward yeah. in his second year of running yeah, a team and yeah. learning how to manage games. Yep. I like right? him. I do, too. I do I like, like him, him, but I thought he was green. I thought he made some mistakes in game management last year. Mm-hmm. Caught but, him vaping on the sidelines, yeah. at least they thought. Right? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. The Jets, to use a horse racing term, know them early. Yeah. I, their schedule's so tough early. If they, if they can go four and two or three and three, they're very live. But I could see them being one and five, and then how, how does that turn with Rodgers? Mm-hmm. That, that the, the, the bloom could be off the roads you know, quickly in New York. That's one that <laughs> I, 
I heard somebody talking about that. If they get to, if they're three and three, they lose a couple of tough yeah. ones. You play by by them yes to make the playoffs right yeah. at what? If yeah. they're three and three, they're yeah. two to one. Yeah, plus two twenty, something yeah. 220, like that. Two thirty. Yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's one the of the buying opportunities. Yeah. yeah, that this in season now win total things that we can do. Yes, no in playoffs. It is completely changing. Ken loves his futures because he likes to get those thirty to one shots. I like just finding that two to one shot in the middle of the year. He likes his Quinellas and his exactly. <laughs> and can I show you guys on the Chargers? <laughs> oh no! Here, here Would we you go. Stop. <laughs> just every year. We every won't. Year. We're not biting. <laughs> I know. Speaking of that, the exactas that you guys did, Ken loves these things for college football. Have you seen much action? And ac- the NFL. And the NFL. Have you seen much action in the college ones? I got to tell you, the national championship market's really tough. So you can't it's, bet it. That, you, it's that was on my list of questions it, for you isn't today. Isn't it unbettable? It is. I think you're betting conference to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting bet to make conference title game. I think that's a more popular bet to make playoffs. Yes, mm-hmm. no. is Because can you identify a TCU? Can you identify yeah. a Cincinnati? You know, remember I had Cincinnati at 14 mm-hmm. to 1. Mm-hmm. I don't know what TCU was. There. They had to be over Huge. 100 to 1. yeah. Right, but I can you, identi- can you identify that team to make the playoff? They're right. not winning it. Right. We've seen this over and over. That four seed, unless it, it's a one-loss Alabama or Clemson with a four seed, they're not winning it. The four seed has a, the big boys are going to win it. Yep. There's no Cinderella champion, right? It's just too so top-heavy. So, off and, so yeah. you, you got to try to bet what the ceilings are on these teams. I still think betting to get to a conference title game or if they don't have that to win it and then you get a position and, the, and it, it's good. That will be tougher and tougher as conferences go away from divisions. Mm-hmm. But as these conferences get bigger, I mean, I saw a plan. It was just a suggested plan. But, you know, the Big Ten could go to four divisions. You sure. know? Yeah. You could. Big I've 12, been a big yeah. proponent big, of that. And make right? your I own, mean, you your could, own you final could, four, you semifinal. Could, you could. And then you lock in those natural rivalries every year, too, very easily. And rotate who you play out of division every year. I, I don't know. I just wish they had division. I think it makes it a lot harder, easier to handicap and easier to make numbers on. Uh, how's your alma mater going to do? What do you uh, think of Notre Dame? Boy, I don't. I think they're de- a tough scheduling spots. Um, I hate going to Clemson. They embarrassed Clemson Last at Notre year, Dame, yes, and I couldn't believe did. it because I thought that was going to be a hell of a game. Right. They killed Clemson. Yes, they did. Terrible. They're going to have to go to Clemson. I don't think they can win that game. How good is USC? I think Caleb Williams, if he doesn't get hurt, is going to win the Heisman because I think he'll just get better and better under Lincoln Riley. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have the national spotlight every week being in L.A., right? Right. I mean, that's a big Unless when it's on the Pac-12 network, (laughs) which is another story. That's a whole other story. Well, they they can do away with that. What's that going to show now? Nothing. They're four schools. Like Longhorn Network. What do they do? It'll... Morph into what is it? The Mountain with the Mountain West, and they have that online presence. Yeah, only. I, I think those four schools have to go to the Mountain West now, don't they? Well, the ACC, the likelihood that that comes. The calling. travel is ridiculous it's for terrible. baseball and it's softball terrible. and yeah. volleyball. It's terrible. Think about that. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Yeah, I'm. I'm with I mean, you. Penn State's get the Penn State, which is a dominant and the dominant volleyball teams, get mm-hmm. all that travel back and forth mm-hmm. and league play. That's pretty brutal exactly. for the kids with school. Right. What, what the, the ones that are actually going matters. to the school. Yes. Right. The one who schools. That are yeah. student athletes. Who, You're not a, a softball player and a volleyball player. It has to. They can't make a professional career. Right. Yep. They can go play in the pros. But I know a girl, a close friend of mine, was an All-American at Arizona State. She's playing in that women's pro league. I mean, she has to have a second job. They, oh, don't, yeah. they can't even make a living. A lot of these WNBA players have a second mm-hmm. job. Becky Hammond, you know that Becky Hammond makes more than the whole roster of the team? Does she combine? Yes, wow. combined. Really? She makes a million. 
Does she really? Yeah. And Their the, average the highest, salary is like 82. I was going to say 70 one, something. Yeah, but yeah the high is 110. Is it? And and the average is like 78 or whatever. The 40. 40 is the is the bottom. Yeah, that's why Caitlin Clark's yeah, coming uh, out this year. No, she's not. She's going to stay at Iowa and make millions. What's she going to do? Right. She's got her NILs, her whole thing. She's going to make 20 times as much at Iowa. Yeah, maybe more absolutely. than 80 times yeah. as but, much but, at you Iowa. You know, speaking of Caitlin Clark, does the family have to get involved with the Iowa State Fair Board and say, you know what, take, this, take the butter cow down. Take the butter. Did you see that? No. They made a... Uh, no. Butter Caitlin Clark and a Butter Jack Trice and uh-huh. uh, you know the, the end of the State Fair. The yeah, butter but, and the family's offended. No, 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 they should be because it doesn't look like now the, that first picture that came out was not the finished product, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, because it was terrible. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, Paul, we got to show you this thing. It it is not. What, a, are they involved with it? Did they? Did they? I, yeah, well, obviously they added her name to it, but boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I don't know. It's got to be on one hand hard to sculpt from butter, right? Right. So maybe I, I, should... I got to see this picture. Yeah, you got to see. It. That's Caitlin Clark. <laughs> should the family be upset? It looks like Avatar. <laughs> it does. It's not <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, not fair. Ronnie Harmon couldn't have had a butter. Oh my God. <laughs> Just uh, butter hands. Not fair. Yeah, good stuff. Well, you got a busy day ahead of you. Oof. I'm and... excited though. I'm really excited for the Hall of Fame tonight. Yeah. And the panels are so. I caught the first one. I'm missing Gills now. Gills doing one called the the Traders on the bookmaker side. Spanky's going to interview Billy Walters live for an hour. That should be awesome. Better. That's what oh, they are all yeah. looking. I'm, I'd rather. I'm trying to make the one at 115 called Why Can't We All Just Get Along on social media. Yes. <laughs> is Benson running that? He's part Not of running it. it. He's a panelist. He's part of it. Sam Panianovich. Wendy City Sam is a panelist. Okay. Um, Steve Fezzik's on it. Yeah. He's a panelist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The controversial figures. Sure. I think that will be a great Because Fezzik and panel. Benson get after each other they, periodically. No, they do. I know they do. No, they do. Benson I goes after him, everybody. I, yeah. I texted them all. I said, Fezzik's here at the speed dating signing autographs. He said, for who? The IRS? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, since Billy, since Billy Walters came up, uh, the Mickelson stuff came out yesterday. I, I believe every word that was written. Why wouldn't you? Right? Well, and that's not hard to believe. People say, how could he bet a billion? Well, he didn't lose a billion. Right. Yeah. And yeah. if you're a winning better, you know how much you can generate and write? Mm-hmm. And even he only lost, what's the one day? He made 42 baseball bets for 110,000 yeah. and he lost 130. I mean, that's not a bad day. He lost uh, one bet out of four. Uh, when, I mean. <laughs> when the first thing came out that said he had bet, what was it? He had bet a billion dollars. Yeah. 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 And he had lost, or what was it? And it, it was basically the big. Yeah. Was, was the difference between it? And I'm like, he bet a he bet a billion, and lost a hundred million. That's what, he, it, yeah, he lost the big. He lost the big. I'm like, yes, of course he did, of because course. that's what it is to be a gambler. Of course, yeah, bet a hundred, bet hundred and ten to make a hundred. Yes, and and Walters has all the records because they were partners, right? I mean, and he's got it all. Yes, he's got Billy, the receipts. Billy Walters, he went to prison. He got, but in this community, did so much good. I mean, he's the reason that we have Opportunity Village. He had a son, um, you know, that had Down syndrome mm-hmm. and. I have a special place in my heart every time I see one of, you know, special God's kids, I call yeah. them, and I always try to go and talk to them, and the patience to deal with them, and then even through their lives, right? And Yes. You know, they age out of the school system at, at 18, then where do they go? Right. And they've built residences for them now at Opportunity and Village. Walters and Walters has had a big hand, hand in this. And, you know, most of them have passed by the time they're 40. They don't yeah, they don't exactly. live there, but, no, he's funded all of it. That's, so, all, that's, that's incredible. Great. You know, I really don't want to hear about, oh, you want to have Billy Walters at Circa. I, I, I have yeah. no time for that. I uh, don't blame yeah. him. You know, As I mean, a former special ed yeah. teacher, that one yeah, yeah. definitely paints him in a different light for yes. me very quickly. Too. Yes. I take my kids there at least every other year. 
just for them to understand how lucky they are that they were blessed with all their facilities and health. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you in person. Yep. Yeah, this is Thank fun. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I wish you guys were out here more often. Well, I'm going to try to make it out arms. there for uh, Northwestern. Are you? Yes. I really want to go. It's going to be fun. Is it Wrigley Field? Yeah. So get there Friday because I'm coming home. I'm not staying for the game, but I'd love to see you on Well, on you can. I mean, they'll, they'd string you up at Jack Trice. Well, that's you, just you, it. i got to watch both. This guy over here. I'm right down the middle. I'm Switzerland, he's baby. Switzerland. But he went to the Iowa State UNLV game. You don't see Hawkeye fans up in But I watched the Hawkeye game beforehand. They don't. In my room. Are they at the same time that day, the game? Uh, they haven't announced yet. I, no, we don't know what time yeah. State. Who are they playing? Who's Iowa State playing? Uh, I'm not sure. Was, it wasn't a very, it was kind of a nondescript. You know, in our in our area, there in the there's rooftop, television. there's television. Yeah, exactly. All kind of it's there. all there. So when you I keep went to talking the, on them, Paul, when, because I can't step on it. When him. I went to the Wild Rose Suite for the Texas yeah. Iowa State game, on the TV was Northwestern Iowa. See? I was watching both you games. Were you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> We'll keep working him. We'll keep working him. Uh, good to see you, brother. We got to take guys. a time out. We'll be joined by Tom Kakert. Uh, we will, uh, and and soon you're going to be switching slots. You're going to be at eleven thirty coming up with us because I will. you're doing Veasan daily. On, I just know uh, on so Fridays. Michael Lombardi's going to take Fridays off. Actually, I was just in the studio with the two guys. I'm going to do. A, it's going to be a three man, two hour show. All of us in studio Fridays, ten to twelve. Pacific, so you're in uh, your time. Mm-hmm. 9.30, we got to have you we on got, i got to be here 9.30, 11.30, your time, with Femi Abedefi and with Mike Pritchard every week. So oh, that's I was great. I in studio with him now doing a hit. Good stuff. So, yeah. All right, uh, we'll take our time out. We're live at Stadium Swim. We are at Circa. The sun is shining. The sports are being played in the, in the screens. Well, it's golf. Sports? That's a sport. Absolutely. The sport where sport. I make money. Come on. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back with Tom Kakert, Hawkeye Report. Hawkeye Media Day today in Iowa City. We'll pick Tom's brain on that as we take you up until 1 on Des Moines Sports Station 106. Hosh Careers. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller live at Stadium Swim at Circa in downtown Las Vegas. If you uh, get to Vegas, oh, once or twice a year and you haven't made your way out here, if you like sports, well, if you listen to this program, you probably like sports. Uh, and this is the uh, shrine, right? Fair way to put yes. it. Yes. Uh, the Mecca of, uh, of sports gambling, of sports watching. Let's get to our friend Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. He joins us media day for the Hawkeye football program a couple of hours away. And Tom joins us in advance of that. How are you, Tom Caker? I'm jealous is what I am. <laughs> uh, well, I would love to have you out here. Maybe one uh, time we I can know. make that happen. We do have to warn you in advance, Tom. Bone Camp's looking for you. <laughs> He's got the hot dog gun. And uh, you're potentially one of the targets. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. J- yeah, we'll just a little happens. warning in advance because he's firing that bad boy and he's, uh, by all accounts, not uh, not the best of aims. So what do you aim uh, to hear today uh, from either one of the uh, the players or assistants or coordinators? Um do you think Brian Ferentz gets, gets asked about the ultimatum uh, that was handed down and, and, and if it is still in place uh, as, uh, his, as, as Gary Bart is now his former boss, as we know? Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the stories, and I think that'll be, you know, the Brian, the Brian time with the media is probably going to get maybe a little chippy. We'll see. Um, you know, not that 
I, I just think you'll probably get kind of tired of answering the same question over and over again. Uh, about yep. that, I think the gambling stuff is going to be top of the line today. Um, yep. Are there any players being held in practice? Uh, because nothing's been announced. You know, Iowa State's kind of been out there a little bit, at least talking about it, and it's been crickets from the football program at Iowa. So um, I think that's going to be something Kirk's going to have to address. And then, um, you know, I think maybe just general talking to the players about, on the offensive side about how the offense has looked and all the new faces have fit in and does it look better? Uh, has it grown? Has the offense gotten better? And um, I think those are probably top three things for me to, uh, to assess today. Noah Shannon, is he going to be out there? We know that he's involved in investigation because of what happened with Big Ten Media Days when he was originally going to go and then pulled out. Anything on that front? And then do you anticipate there's going to be some guys, maybe some ones that there's been some rumblings about not there, or do you anticipate everybody will be available that you want to talk to? That's the $64,000 question. I would assume that if they're not practicing and they're being withheld from competition right now, that they will not be available to us. Uh, so it's, it's however they're, they're addressing it. And um, I just, I wish I could tell you, I, I know, but I, nobody seems to know um, what they're going to do. They have not announced anything to us privately or publicly about what players are going to be available today and if any are going to be withheld from uh, speaking to the media. Um, we know that Gary Barta would go to Big Ten Media Days. Did he Was was he available at, at uh, Iowa Media Day? And if so, since obviously he's not going to be there anymore, do you think Beth Getz is, uh, allows you guys to have a few minutes on the side and ask the uh, interim AD yeah, any I questions? She, Will she be available, Tom? I anticipate she'll probably be around um, and maybe available. I hope so. Um, I think that would be a good first impression for her to come out and just kind of say, hey, I'm here and I'm available to talk about this. And, um, you know, I, I think you guys are probably on the same page as me. Uh, if you want to get ahead of the story and not let the story lead you, and I think far too often college administrators let let that happen, and, and they just they're not proactive. And I think you got to pre- – proactive in this and just and be open and honest about what's going on and uh, because then at least if you're not it leads to a lot of speculation and sometimes that speculation is way off base but it becomes um you know like it's true because speculation is out there talking with tom caker hawkeyereport.com as we get ready for media day uh you know the 325 is going to be a big piece about it. We get that. Okay. But defensively, you know, those two new linebackers, I think it was a surprise when we saw the depth chart. They had both Higgins and, J- and Jackson listed together. Do you think that started to sort itself out? Is that going to be maybe one of the things we're looking for clarity the most in the defensive side of the football? Yeah, and I think that's a question to ask those guys today is who's working more at middle, who's working more at, uh, at the will, and... Um, kind of go from there because I think they're going to almost certainly have uh, some sort of rotation um, at, at linebacker this year between the cash and, and, and the Leo position. But I think they want to settle on 
where's Nick Jackson going to be? Is he going to be at the, at, at the uh, outside linebacker? Is he going to be at the uh, middle linebacker? And where's Jay Higgins? Those two guys are going to play, and they're going to play together. That's why I kind of chuckled at that. And Kirk even said it at, in Indianapolis when we asked him about it. He goes, oh, no, Nick Jackson came here to play. And I don't right. think there's any world in which Jay Higgins is not playing either. Uh, Caleb Brown, likewise, Tom. Uh, and, um, it, it wasn't uh, out of the norm for Ferentz not to put some of the transfers on the depth chart, or certainly other than McNamara, just anoint them uh, as the starter. Uh, have you heard anything on Caleb Brown and how camp's going for him? Um, have not, but just kind of going into camp, the the message I got was kind of, hey, you might want to pump the brakes a little bit. Um, let's remember really? that he's a redshirt freshman, and he didn't play a whole lot, so... Let's just—he's, you know, by the end of the year, by the middle of the year, yeah, he could be really good. But let's let's let him get, get assimilated a little bit more into Iowa, and let's let him kind of grow as a receiver. The talent is undeniable. I mean, he's really, really good, and um, and and that talent that you can't ignore it. Um, you know, the guy that's impressed so far, from what I've heard, is Seth Anderson, who. Missed a lot of time in the spring uh, with a hamstring, so he really only practiced, I think, one or two times maybe. Um, and early on, he's probably been their best wide receiver in practice. I know the joke's been out there, but will Caitlin Clark's points when she plays at Kinnick, will that help out Brian Ferentz this year? <laughs> oh, my. Is out there? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they. What a cool, a, a cool idea, cow. though. That's going to be. Make, why didn't they make Brian France a butter cow? It could be Brian France. Yeah. with the ponytail. I mean, it doesn't look anything like Caitlin Clark for crying out loud. I know it does. It doesn't. You carved something out of like butter. at all. Yeah, no, I, no, I don't no, know. No, I was no. trying to explain to uh, some of my family out in California yesterday, um, talking to them on the phone about, about how we do butter things at, at the state fair and they were just like what what are you talking i said right <laughs> yeah we're a little different uh unbelievable tom caker hawkeye basketball uh the overseas trip uh both sanford uh boys have, have had their moments but the kid i want to ask you about and i asked trent before the show because every time i read something on hawkeye basketball um it's hard to read uh, to find that stuff admittedly uh, amongst this tournament, but Owen Freeman's name keeps coming up, Tom. What do we know about him, and what are expectations uh, on his part this year? They are uh, skyrocketing right now. Now, I'll say this: oh, I'll some say. of the competition, some of the competition over there, sometimes can be a little sketchy. Uh, so it depends on who you're playing. <laughs> right. um, but yeah. you know, the fact that he's gotten. Uh, what thirty-one rebounds in two games is is a real positive, and um, he's really well skilled too around the basket. He's not a guy that see a lot of young players get a rebound and bring it down to the the level of the smaller player. He doesn't do that. He keeps the ball high, uh, turns, makes shots. He's going to have stronger in the lower body. I think um, yeah, that's one of the things that that uh, that I would note about him that he'll have to get stronger. But once he gets that that lower body strength he's going to be tough to handle and you know it it might be a situation where it's hard to keep him off the floor and maybe you see him with Ben Cricky maybe in a starting lineup at some point Mm -hmm. this year and I think that would be interesting um an interesting lineup because I think Owen can uh, certainly play 
um, the center position, and then that frees up Ben to do a little bit different uh, work, um, you know, uh, uh, offensively from the four, four spot. Crazy thing about Owen Freeman, too, when Iowa got him, he had as good of an offer list as any Iowa basketball player for the most part over the last decade. I mean, Michigan State and Purdue and Indiana and Illinois and Marquette and on and on and on. He had a who's who after him, and then he just kept sliding down the rankings. What was the reason for that, Tom? Uh, I think that just he doesn't play on a – he didn't play on a big AAU program more than anything else. Um, You know, they they played on a – on the NY2LA circuit, they weren't on the Nike circuit, they weren't on the Adidas circuit, they weren't even on the Under Armour circuit. They were on a small circuit, and they dominated. And he was playing with Brock Harding, and and uh, you know their final uh, month together, the month of July, they went twenty and zero. And I don't care what level you're doing that when you're playing competitive games. And I think that team had like four or five D1 kids on it. So they have some. They've had some really good players on that team, and. They were just a really good unit. I mean, I saw him play a lot, and I saw him play a lot at Moline, and he's he's good. He's um, he's going to be fun to watch, and Brock's going to watch too. I mean, they're just two kind of cornerstone guys that I think, along with um, Price and Lodgy, uh, that and Lodgy finally joined them today, and he started in the game. So um, oh, at eight and right? eleven, so yeah, yeah, so. He had visa issues. It was, uh, you know, just the student Saw visa that, stuff, yeah. and it's just been a been an issue. So um, he's with them. Uh, started today, had eight and eleven. Uh, got really tired at the end, from what I heard. So, um, but he's he's playing well, and I, I think those four are going to really make an impact this year. Uh, so let's fast forward to tomorrow because this is a pretty busy weekend for the uh, Hawkeye yeah. media that covers uh, the football program. Is uh, they're going to throw open Kinnick tomorrow and open practice. Uh, uh, the details surrounding that, Tom, uh, what time actually does the practice start? And what do you want to see? You'll talk to the guys today, but what will you uh, hope to see tomorrow? Starts at noon. Doors open at 11. So we'll be here bright and early at 11 when that thing kicks open. We'll be walking in the door. And, and um, you know, I want to I want to see um, the rotation of the offensive line. I want to see who's starting. I want to see who. Who the second unit is? Anybody jumping out there? Um, I want to see the rotation at wide receiver and see what those guys are doing and how their chemistry is with Cade McNamara. Uh, I want to see the defensive line and see if there's any surprises there uh, thus far. Um, you know, who's the backup place kicker right now? Is it really Alec Wick? Have they found somebody that they huh? they just brought in? You know, I, I think that's. Uh, that's because it's almost certainly not going to be Aaron Blom because you know no. when you bet on your own team, you're done. Yeah. You know your your college career's ended at this point. So um, for all those guys that have been accused of, of betting uh, uh, on their own team in any way, betting for or against or whatever, they're they're done. Mm-hmm. They're just, just the golden rule. You can't you cannot do that. It's just, As they if you did be. it, you're stu- you're stupid if you did it. I mean, it's just. It's dumb, and boy. And it's even it's, dumber, it's Tom, bad. that they're betting 20 bucks. They're they're putting their careers on the line to cash a $20 ticket, for crying out loud. I know. You know uh, Phil Mitt or something. Yeah, that's a little different story. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, indeed. Uh, we're, you're starting to cut out as Tom. I'm sure it's our, our, uh, our stuff here at uh, Stadium Swim. Uh, but what can we look yep. forward to? I know that you'll have all the coverage today and tomorrow at HawkeyeReport.com. Anything you'd like to promote, Tom, before we let you go? Um, just we'll have a ton of stuff, interviews today, tomorrow, uh, video and all kinds of things from, uh, from practice and interviews and uh, analysis and everything. So, yeah, I look forward to, to uh, sharing that with all the fans out there. Good stuff, Tom. Thanks for popping on. Appreciate it. We'll talk to okay. you next Friday, Tom Kaker. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Bye-bye. Yeah, good to talk. To- yeah, thank you. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. So with the... I get it. There's, we don't know what the competition level is like. Right. But you were pretty down on Hawkeye. But not pretty down. You, your expectations were low. I just don't know how they're going to get stops or rebound. Right. Does the Freeman news mean it, it's not the Big Ten he's playing in this No, week? not at all. Right? Nope. Maybe. Helps out. How do you figure out point guard? Can yeah. Tony Parkins be a starting point guard? Sure hope On so. a good team? Well, I hope so. We're going to find out. Is Brock Harding ready? I mean, the dude weighs 150 pounds. That's, that's the question. Yeah. How is he going to defend in the Big mm-hmm. Ten? Probably not very well. Mm-hmm. Don't see many guys that size that are able to defend. And he's not a great shooter. And you just kind of go down the path. There's, there's enough warts, I think, still on this team where it's difficult for me even to, to get to them thinking they're going to be on the bubble. Okay. I see best-case scenario right now in NIT team. But then you go into Fran, and he's done it before with these teams that we thought had no chance of being tournament teams. I guess that would be the saving grace. We'll finish up uh, our show, at least uh, the final segment yet to come. There's Stadium Swim. We're at downtown Las Vegas at Circa, the mecca of sports wagering uh, here in Las Vegas. We'll be come, ba- come right back. We'll wrap things up. It's been a blast on Des Moines Sports Station 106.8. Podcast. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. I'm Lori Conley. Welcome back. Final segment, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Murph and Andy show coming up next. And then the drive with uh, Heather and Sean. Bring the curtain down on another week of local programming. Curtain's coming down on us here at Stadium Swim, at least the radio portion of it. You're going to stay and get some sun mm-hmm. and check out the pool, etc. Absolutely. That's uh, the plan. Get to get in there, get a little food, have a little lunch out here. Maybe did a... you eat out here yesterday for lunch? Did, yeah. Just uh, We just got, Terry and I just split the chicken fritters yep. and fries and probably do something similar like that. A little light lunch out here. Watch some golf. Always a good time, and maybe a cocktail or two. Ah, okay. Well, you did say that you're getting hammered today. This is going to be it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so what are you betting on today? Uh, I wanted to find something football-wise. I just haven't been able to yet. So stayed away. Now, it's automatic play. The Twins against the lefty, and that is going to be the case tonight as Sanchez gets the ball for the Phillies. So going to lie, the minus 150 got Philadelphia with pick number two. Pick Keichel number... is starting for the Twins today? He is, making his second appearance. How about that? Look good, was able to limit damage, I think is the best well, way to put it. he was good at triple A. I mean, he really was, yeah. yeah. Numbers under two, right, ERA, yeah. were really good. Give me Cincinnati also today. They're minus 105. Abbott gets the ball for them. 
And boy, I have not been able to figure out the Pirates. They've been kind of my bugaboo here lately. Either on them or against them, doesn't matter. I, I've been on the wrong side too often. We'll go back to the well again. Give me Cincinnati minus 105 with my other pick of the day. All right. I'll be watching the Cubs and my Blue Jays this uh, this weekend. Three-game set. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, I want the Cubs to do really well, but my Jays are on the other side in the other dugout, so... I guess I'll be rooting for the good guys this weekend. What, Asad Barrios? Yeah. That's not bad. No, not at all. What are you going to dabble? Are you going to bet on anything? No. Have you yeah, bet yeah. on anything since you've been out here? I have not. I have not. I'm going to bet some horses this ah, afternoon. Ah, there you go. TVG's on in the rooms here, so I'll probably yep. just watch him here and then uh, maybe look up my window and watch the Jays <laughs> and the Cubbies and catch a play at home. Good to see you, Trent Condon. Thanks for doing this. Andrew Downs, thanks for helping us out back in studio. Really appreciate that. Murph and Andy. Uh, momentarily, the drive with Heather and Sean, they wrap up a, a week of local program. Millie Cotton, 11 to 1. Thanks for being with us. 106.3 KXN. Oh.